listening to the Sleep Nation Station podcast right here, right now. We've got Autumn Marie from Nashville, singer and songwriter. How's it going, Autumn? Hey, great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. You just sent me a song called Hire that you had worked on, and I just wanted to go ahead and get straight into that because I just listened to it five minutes before I called you on Skype, and I've got to say... That was very exciting. Thank you so much. No, that was a blast to write. I actually wrote that with my friend, uh, Allie, Allie Marzi. She's a fabulous artist, actually out of Detroit as well, because I'm originally from there. And we wrote that about a year or so ago, and uh, she released it on her latest EP, so I was super excited about it. Were you involved in any of the recording process whatsoever? So I actually wrote it with her. So uh, she released a four-song EP, and I was on three of those songs. So I wrote on Hire and Criminal and then Take Me. And she released actually a super cool lyric video for Hire that she released as well, which was super cool because it's wild to see your lyrics up and automated and animated and all of that, you know. So that was really cool to watch. That's awesome. I, I guess the bridge was what really nailed that song for me. I, it's kind of like, you know, it's easy to get in and write a great verse and chorus, but like when you get to the bridge and the songwriting process, you're like, I don't know if I can just take it that extra little level there. So, and that song definitely did it. So. Thank you so much. Awesome. No, I mean, tell me about it. Sometimes you get to the bridge and you're like, oh, you want to do lunch instead? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been there many a time. Yeah. Or just, uh, you know, let's put a guitar solo right here in the bridge, and, and then I won't have to really write one. I'll just have to make up some chords that are, you know, a couple steps up from, like, the verse yep. or something. Just go to the six minor or just throw in the pre-chorus again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got all of the all of the cheats, all of the cop-outs. That's right. I wanted to quote Mary Cutter from WRBT TV and Radio about you. It says... It's so cool that all the different things you did, from theater to being the stage gal up there singing, they all led you to where you are now songwriting. What is your first musical experience that you ever remember? Like a song that you heard or uh, someone singing? or What's the first musical experience that you can remember? So it's funny because I came from a non-musical family and I'm really used to all my friends, you know, their dad drummed in Def Leppard for a second or their mom was a roadie for uh, the Grateful Dead or something like that. And my family, I mean, we just we didn't even have a speaker in the house, you know, we didn't really listen to music. So my first musical memories are just listening to kids bop or Beethoven parodies in the car. You know, I mean, it took me a while to get into music. And I feel like a lot of people get into music because they're surrounded by music and they just get to grow this appreciation for it. And I was never thrown into music. I just always gravitated towards it. And there was really back in Michigan, there was really no way to explore commercial songwriting or really just commercial music, pop or country. So I started out doing as Mary said, I started doing theater and I started doing all of these different types of music, but none of them were songwriting and none of them were commercial music. And then finally, once I got into college, the songwriting world really opened up for me and moving to Nashville. I was like, okay, this is a way that I can apply all of my different skills in music and bring them into a writing room, you know? So 
you just you don't have to be Jimi Hendrix. You just have to know guitar really well. You know, you don't have to be Mariah Carey. You just have to understand melody and singing. And it's almost like one of the only places in music where being a jack of all trades is helpful. You know, songwriting and production, those are places where being a jack of all trades is actually advantageous. So I just that's where I started to thrive. That's awesome. So that was your first musical experience. What also what inspires you? So uh, my best friend growing up, uh, her name's Lindsay Mattia, and she wants to be a lawyer. You know, she's going down the lawyer path right now, but she's an incredible songwriter. And I just remember her picking up a guitar and learning how to play guitar. And I mean, she was just playing open chords, nothing fancy at all. But she started picking up guitar and she started writing lyrics. And like every other 12-year-old girl, she was trying to be Taylor Swift and she was trying to be uh, Selena Gomez, you know, all of them. And she would just write these songs. And over the years, they started getting better and better until the point where they were really good. And she was writing stuff that easily could be on the radio. And it was so strange because no one else that I knew in Michigan was songwriting commercially, you know? They were writing songs, but none of them were in the slightest bit accessible or could be popular or relatable, you know? They were just like super weird indie songs, but she was writing these incredible lyrics. And I just wanted to be cool like her, you know? I mean, you're like 12 years old and you just want to be like your best friend. So I started songwriting then and really got into it more when I was in Nashville, when I was surrounded by a million people just as talented as she is. So was the songwriting that led you to Nashville or was it something else? It was specifically, it was Belmont University. So I spent my freshman year of college at University of Colorado, Denver, and I was in the singer songwriter program there. And while it was a phenomenal program, that was an artist based program. And there really was no delineation between artist and writer. You know, it was, it was a singer songwriter program, Mm -hmm. but then I realized that I wasn't, I I didn't really have a sound and that's really disadvantageous. If you're an artist, you know, you're an artist, you need a sound, but if you're a writer, not having a specific sound is really helpful because it means that you can understand other people's sounds and help them in their process. And that's where I really excelled. You know, it wasn't in the artistry path. So I moved to Nashville and I uh, enrolled in Belmont University and just graduated from there in the spring. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm finally free. No, I loved Belmont, but it's nice being in the real world. That's awesome. I, I just went to Belmont like probably three or four months ago and did a podcast. Did you really? Oh my gosh. Do you have a good time? Yeah, it was awesome. It, It we just, it was called Captivating Creators. And I did the podcast there. And Jaylen, who actually interviewed me, is going to play Open Up for us at our hometown fair show uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. So That is too cool. The world is such a small place. It is. I love that. No, Belmont's incredible. And I mean, uh, the location of Belmont is just invaluable as well. Right. Because you're right on Music Row. I mean, you are literally across the street from Music Row. You can walk to your internship on Music Row. I mean, nowhere else you can say that. And Nashville's also, it's transformed. Whenever I was, like, younger, you know, it seemed that 
Nashville, all they wanted to do with was country. But now the the doors are kind of opening wide, and everybody from rock to pop to R and B, hip hop, everybody's like gravitating towards Nashville. Oh, completely. And I think it's a culture thing. You know, I was talking to some LA natives today, and they were talking about how welcoming everybody in Nashville is, and you start taking it for granted. But Nashville's the kind of city where the head of A&R at a label will just have coffee with you because they met you at an event. And I don't think the same can really be said for any other major music city. You know, Nashville is really, really special in that way. And also what you're talking about with the diversification of genres. I mean, country obviously is the predominant genre of Nashville, hands down, no question. But for example, I mean, today I had a country right. Last night I had a pop right. And right before that pop right, I had a country right. You know, I mean, I think my schedule's split down the middle really now between pop and country. And these pop artists, I mean, they really want it because you do have to work harder if you're a pop artist in Nashville, but it's definitely possible. Yeah, it's it's just exciting to see how things are kind of changing and evolving in Nashville. And I can't wait to see it, you know, in another 10 years to see what happens. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be so exciting. You're completely right. It's always good to hear when you're right, you know. No, we we love being right, don't we? We love it. Unfortunately, it's only a few times. Is there anything else that you've got coming up in the future that you want to announce to the podcast world? Let's see. Uh, Well, I host these songwriting retreats every season. So in the, I guess it'll be the fall. It'll still be the fall. In October, I'm hosting another songwriting retreat and I host those with my friend Caitlin Russell. And basically we just take a dozen writers and producers and artists and we go up into the mountains and we write pop and country for a whole weekend. And it's the best time. So we're going to be hosting another one of those in October and then another in spring, you know, just doing them every season. So this will be our fourth one in October. And I'm really excited about that. That's awesome. Do you, how do you gather your inspiration from with whenever you're writing a song? So that's a really interesting question because I feel like people have different strengths in rooms and it takes a little bit to discern what yours are. So once in a while I'll have a good idea, but there are people in Nashville who just have great ideas all the time. And that's the best thing about co-writing because I feel like one out of five rights, I'll be the one coming in with the idea that we end up going with. But the rest of the time I'm focusing more on lyrics and then some melody, you know, and guitar, but really leaving the ideas to the artists. So sometimes I'll come in with an idea, you know, or sometimes an artist will give me a concept and we'll help come up with a hook out of that. But really, I mean, being a writer is almost just stealing ideas from everybody else in the best way possible. So it's, listening and like overhearing people, you know, eavesdropping all the time of pulling out your phone when somebody's talking and they think you're being rude, but really you're just writing down something that they just said, you know, I mean, it's TV, it's books, it's everything. It's just, especially with country music, it's not even so much about feelings for ideas for me. It's an interesting language. So it's plays on words because country is all about that turn of phrase. So it's just finding interesting ways to turn that phrase and then hoping that nobody else has done it before or if they had, if it hasn't been very good. You know, you're just praying that your idea is as brilliant as you think it is. And then with pop, you can be a lot more emotion-based, you know, and that hook doesn't have to have 
the gravity of a country hook. You know, it doesn't have to have that payoff. The payoff can be more melodic and pop music. So it's also just understanding the genres. But I mean, I mean, right now on my phone, I have a list of song ideas sorted by uh, category. So I'll have a list of song titles. Uh, I have a, I have a super country list. So I have a list of titles that are just the most country, you know, redneck titles I could possibly think of. And then I have a list of introspective pop lyrics and pop ideas and pop titles, you know. So just if an artist doesn't have an idea, having an idea ready to go. Awesome. I believe it's uh, Rivers Kumo. He said that he has like a hard drive full of just riffs and songwriting ideas. You know, Rivers from Weezer. Yeah, Rivers Kumo from Weezer. yeah. Yeah, he just has like hard drives full of like... Riff A, Riff B, Riff A, 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 you know, and gigabytes or terabytes worth of collections of riffs and and song ideas. So I feel like I'm behind the times listening to you and then hearing those interviews with him. It's like I need to come up with some more ideas to just sit on the back burner because I feel like I only have about 10 in my phone right now. So, And it's funny how people think of song ideas too. I mean, I feel like 95% of my song ideas are titles or lyrics, but some people, I mean, all of their song ideas will be melodies. You know, I have a friend and every time you ask him for a song idea, he whips out chord progression. You know, I don't think I've ever, I don't think somebody's ever asked me for an idea and I've brought out a chord progression and I love playing guitar, you know, and I've been playing guitar for a while, but still, you know, it's interesting how different people approach ideas. Cause for me, an idea is a turn of phrase, but for a lot of people, an idea can be a lot of other things and they're equally as valid. Excellent. Well, is there any type of like social media outlets that you want to make the listeners of the Sleep Nation Station podcast aware of to catch up with what you're doing and keep up in that world? Yeah, so you can go to www.autumnmarymusic.com or you can uh, check me out on Instagram or Facebook. It's at Autumn Marie Music, Autumn like the season. Marie, like every other Catholic girl's middle name, and then music, like what we're talking about, you know? Excellent, excellent. Everyone, definitely check out Hire. We're about to play it here in just a little bit. And we want to thank Autumn Marie for coming on the Sleep Nation Station podcast, spending her time with us, and filling us full of tons of knowledge about her world and the singer-songwriter area in Nashville. Thank you so much, Autumn. Thank you so much for having me.